We welcome you to episode 20 of Bat and Chatting here on the Eastern Observer alongside Dennis Tui. I'm Brandon Natale. Now, before we get started, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube to be kept in the loop on everything Eastern Observer and, most importantly, Bat and Chatting. Now, our show can be found on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts can be found. Our show is presented to you by Black Cats NYC. Be sure to download the newest hit single, Nothing Is Gonna Stop Us, which can be found wherever music is found, whether that's Spotify, iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, Satellite Radio, and many others. Now, there's been a lot going on in the baseball world. A lot of upsets, a lot of, you know, definitely a lot of cold takes going on. Um, As we are recording right now, the Dodgers are on pace right now to be swept by the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's another upset, so... It's definitely been a very interesting playoff so far. I know Dennis alluded to me earlier how you said it was a very emotional. It's been a very emotional playoff, or it hasn't. It it, it really hasn't for me. I don't know if it's because my Yankees aren't in it, so I'm not like living and dying on every pitch okay. like usual. But my fish were in it, my Marlins were in it, <laughs> and uh, I know your fish are joining us like, right now. I was yeah. mint, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My fish are in the background right now. But uh, listen, I, I just. I don't know. Like, I just nothing's really. I think it's been. I mean, I've. I think it's been pretty interesting know. playoffs. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of. Oh, shocked. it's been very interesting because it's, it's like yeah. a lot of the non-usual teams. Like, I was glad that the Yankees and Mets didn't like. Like, maybe it's just coping with my team being trash <laughs> this year, but like, <laughs> I was glad that like the Yankees weren't in it, and like the Padres weren't in it, the Giants weren't in it. Teams that we kind of expected to see, the Cardinals weren't in it. Teams that we expected to see that right. way, like the Diamondbacks have their, you know, have their day. Uh, I guess the Orioles yeah. ideally should have had their day. It was not a good day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ice Team would not, not no. excuse me, Ice Cube would not make a song about it. But uh, you know, <laughs> like this, just I'm glad that we kind of got new faces in there. Ne- next team to get out of the race, I'm done with them. Yeah, the Rays. Yeah, as you know, as we looked, you know, the um, uh, the Twins, you know, they swept the Blue Jays, Texas. They they swept. You know, it was a sweep all around. It was a wild card sweep yeah. all around from each team. Whether it was the Phillies, it was Texas, it was the Blue Jays, the Diamondbacks. You played them, you were swept. That's how it was. You know, get the broom sweeping. You know, I'm. You know, and uh, yeah. You know, yeah, people just, doing my job on the side, you know? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, and even that, like, I'm kind of glad-ish about because, like, yeah, it would have been fun to have a game three or so. Wow, that was a good take. But, um, you know, at the same time, too, it's also, like, if you're good, be good. If you're bad, be bad. You know, like, I, I kind of – there is no team in the wild card round that I thought left money on the table, so to speak. I thought all the teams that got eliminated played poorly. I thought all the teams that beat them played better. You know, like the, the better teams won, I guess it's fair to say. I guess some people say, well, the Rays were hurt, but I, I kind of said it last week. If you're hurt every single year, I, you, after a while, I'm just, I'm not giving you a pass. Okay. You know, okay. It, it's, not, they don't get the Chris Dennis pass. They don't get the my Chris Paul pass, clause, no. is what I call it. <laughs> Okay. Which is if an injury prone player gets hurt every year in the playoffs, you can't count on them. The Rays mm. pitching rotation. So, like the wild card round, it, it kind of felt, I don't know if monotonous is the word to go through it, but like, 
the Blue Jays getting beaten up on. It's like, well, their their offense kind of falls off every October. Yeah. Right. You know, like the Marlins going into it, I want the Marlins to win. But them losing to the Phillies, I, I don't think that too many people were shocked. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, if you go down the line, I don't really think there's anything huge. If you want to say maybe the Brewers losing to the Diamondbacks, okay. And look what the Diamondbacks have done. They've thrashed the Dodgers, currently up 4 nothing in the bottom of the seventh with two outs. Yeah. Max Muncy and didn't see that at bat. So I don't know. I uh, got a hit pass, uh, shortstop. Right. Max Muncy did, but who, was, who yeah. hit it? The liner into center. It was it was a first pitch hit. I didn't. I um, that it, I couldn't. Yeah, that that I didn't see. I saw a Muncie get on, but I didn't see. I didn't see the one. Uh, um, Taylor, feel, who hit three homers in a game once in the postseason. I feel yeah. the Diamondbacks don't have the Dodgers this time to try to cook. This is their inning. Yes, yeah, you, you gotta game. you gotta get a run across the plate because the Diamondbacks have been cruising throughout most of the game. Oh, so throughout the entire series. So yeah, so this this game right this series, inning right here. Bro. If they want to do something, this is this is the inning, or else, you know, I mean, you keep digging their holes, you know. Yeah. All right. So um who's up now? All right, so it's Chris Taylor. Oh, for one with a strikeout. God, I remember him against in that one game wild card. I guess was it the Cardinals at Dodger Stadium in twenty one? Stadium? Was it a Against the Dodge, uh, the one game playoff, Max Scherzer was on the mound for the Dodgers. Chris Taylor went off. He had three homers. Was it against the Cardinals? Wait, Max Scherzer was. Wait, yeah, Max I'm Scherzer talking about 2021. Yeah, that season. Who they played? Yeah, in the wild card. I think it was oh, in the wild card. The Dodgers really? They they were in the wild card. Here, the uh, Giants won it. The division. Oh right, because the Giants were insane that year. That's yeah, they, they went, went like yeah, that's oh, when Dave right. Kaplan. It, it was Adam Wainwright versus Max Scherzer, wasn't it? Had it been? You know, let me do my, let me do my research. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm here. 2021. Losing pitcher McFarland. Yes, it was. It was Scherzer versus Adam Wainwright, and Chris Taylor went bonkers. He had the two-one homer. Oh. I'm thinking of the wrong game. It was two. Yeah, he had a two-run homer to end it. That's what it was in the bottom of the ninth. It was in the NLCS of that year against the Braves. He had the three-homer game. That's crazy to see the White Sox were in it that year, too. Well, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> All right. Uh, so six minutes in, I guess we should talk about the series that finished up. Unless, of course, you kind of want to. Just watch this half inning real quick, like kind of do like a little not play by play, but just a little uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Let's go. Yeah, I'm because I got <laughs> I have all our notes and everything like that, but it's keep <laughs> looking back anyway. So, um, oh, we're waiting right now. So I think let's story. let's start off with, uh, just bringing about the uh, Astros real quick oh. before they before that at back comes up. So, uh, obviously, the Astros, they eliminated the Twins to go to the seventh consecutive American League Championship Series. You can see the atmosphere in Houston watching, you know, the games, whether it was game two that they lost. Um, you know, um, right? That They lost game two, right? Yep. Yep, the Rose game two. Oh. The atmosphere in Houston. Big oh, wow. one, C. 4-1. All right, they're cooking. They're cooking. Never underestimate the heart of champions. 
Dodgers are Dodgers are trying to cook. That might be the kiss of death. I remember saying that before the Wainwright start to my dad <laughs> at twenty one. I said, yeah. "Well, yeah. Adam Wainwright's been here before." But uh, whatever. Yeah. All right. So Pretty Astros, serious. they do it again. Uh, they clinch on the road in Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis at Target Field. And by the way, what a crowd from Minneapolis! A couple yeah. weeks ago, we had Gene Larkin on on the primetime rundown. You guys could check out on obviously where all podcasts are found. Oh, yes. Or on the oh, Eastern yeah. Observer YouTube page or website. Mm-hmm. And he right. was talking about playing at the Metrodome at 87 and 91. Obviously, the two World Series teams for the Minnesota Twins and uh, how raucous those crowds were. And you heard it, man. You heard it again, especially the Blue Jays. They couldn't hear the, the uh, third base coach and the dugout. So that's what, you know, helped Correa and that Sonny Gray. Had that pickoff on Vlad Guerrero mm. um, last week. They brought it, man. They brought it. They were living and dying on every pitch. And um, unfortunately, like the better team won. Like I said, it, you know, sometimes you look at a series, not just in baseball, but in other sports, uh, a series or in the NFL, a one gamer, and you kind of feel like the better team lost and left money on the table. Not this mm. case. I, I just thought, at the end of the day, I don't know if it was experience. I don't know if it's oh, oh and they're killing him with singles. Four two. Oh, I love this. Old school baseball. Line drives, opposite field. Ah. Gets me going. Gets me <laughs> gets me going. Kike. Lot of oh, lot of storylines from 2021. I remember remember when Kike was the freaking best player in the world for like a week. For the Boston Red Sox, yeah, I just dragged them through to the ALCS. Unreal, mm. unreal. It's a good defensive effort too by the left fielder, um, Lord Scurriel Jr. But yeah, uh, Twins. Carlos Correa had a fantastic series. Uh, Pablo Lopez dealt. Pablo Lopez won Game Two for the Twins, and uh, excellent game. Seven innings pitched. Six hits, zero earned runs, one walk, and a crazy strikeout total, which for some reason I didn't jot down earlier when I should have. But I think it was seven. Seven. Oh, we got it. Seven and one walk. You're right. Yeah, and I remember right when they took Verlander out in the first game, then that was the Twins were making a run. They were making a comeback almost. Yeah, and they just couldn't do anything with runners in scoring position in that game. They got to Hector Nearest. They started putting a beating on him. They put up four runs in there, and they just it, it couldn't. Mm. They just couldn't get him across because uh, Jordan iced a game, which he's known for, known for doing. But Verlander, yet again, dude's been doing it since 2005. Or, yeah. Excuse me, 2006, when the Tigers got to the World Series against the Cardinals. Been doing it a long time. Six innings pitched, four hits. Zero earned runs, six strikeouts, three walks. Uh, I guess the, the book is kind of out on Verlander at this point, uh, not too dissimilar from Kershaw. If you get him in the first two innings, you can really do some damage if you get a run across then. But uh, if he settles in that those first two innings, it's game over. Verlander? Tortured, oh, yeah. As a tortured Yankee fan who he's gone up against them, numerous times as a tiger and as an astro i've just seen it so many times yeah like, like i that's said the, yeah. that's just the way you beat him 
Yeah, like and... I said, I was just watching Verlander, just watching, uh, just you know, watching the game. He was dominant. Yeah, I remember just two outs, you know, whether the count was one and two, zero oh and two, or you know, two two, and he's ready to end the inning. He would, you know, he would do it. He was clutch. He was great for them. And I, I know a lot of people were criticizing Houston for not bringing him out in the, you know, the seventh inning. Because, like I said, that's when the Twins were making that comeback, and he because he was just dominant for them. And uh, just you know, just you know, good for Verlander. It sucks that you know. I mean, would have been interesting to see if the Mets made the playoffs. Hopefully, he would have been repeating the same success. It's crazy what it, you know. Think beginning of the year he was he was a Met, and then now he's back with Houston. But I mean, you know, good for them either way. Um, good for Verlander either way. I mean, he's do- definitely a dominant pitcher. We've seen it throughout our childhood, throughout his baseball career. Like he's he is him. He is one of the best pitchers to do it. And uh, Bjorn Alvarez, he's he's insane. I remember when we saw him in 22 against the Yankees. Um, the man destroyed the the. I mean, they destroyed them. I think I think he was the the Why he drove in the first run on the first freaking pitch. Who was that? They didn't even have his graphic up yet to know who was hitting, and he swung at the first pitch three inches below the zone. Yeah, so oh my god, what? That um, was like it, a that was like a pick six during a freaking eighty yard drive. Uh, what are you doing? Take the first pitch, regardless. Take it. You have all the momentum in the world there. What are you doing? But to, to think that this is their seventh consecutive LCS, Dennis, it's remarkable. Yeah, and they're only one behind the '90s Braves for the record. Obviously, the LCS didn't exist for the first, what, 60, 70 years of baseball. Um, yeah, that, I so saw that earlier. It's a, um, it's a rel- yeah. relatively kind of new, but the LCS only started in the mid-70s. Late, Wait, what do you mean, late really? 60s. Really? What do you, what oh, do you yeah. Well, because for years, it was only the American League winner and the National League winner would go to the World Series. That was it. Only two playoff teams. So I don't know how I got to look this up. This is going to drive me crazy. That's insane. First big championship series. Oh, the spelling is ferocious today. That's insane. So I guess uh, like baseball, I feel like baseball. 1969. Oh, wow, man. Oh, your yeah. Mets. I was going to say, yeah, 1969. Miracle Mets, man. There you go. I think I knew that. Who'd you guys <laughs> beat? The, who'd you beat the Reds? No, we beat the we beat the Orioles that year in the World Series. But who did you beat in the LCS? I think it was the Braves. I'm pretty sure Milwaukee it was Braves. Braves. Oh, that could make sense. No, no, oh, this could drive me crazy. I know. The I'm pretty sure it was the Braves. 1960s. Yes, you're right. Mets def- in a, a three out of five series. Three out of five series. Yeah. So there you go, the, the manager. The twins. Famous Met, Bill Hodges. Uh, Mets manager was you know, Bill Hodges. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my Yeah. I'm pretty sure my – my I think my Uncle Tony was at the game. They clinched it to win the World Series or – no, not win it. He was either at the game when they clinched it to head to the World Series and when they clinched the, the um the, their division. And he said they couldn't run onto the field. Because I think it was my grandpa, it was my great uncle Tony that was with them, or you know they they couldn't run onto the field. <laughs> so yeah, no, that was the Atlanta Braves at the time. You know what a wild. That's like another. We're gonna keep getting sidetracked. 
what a wild time. The 60s and 70s baseball where you could just run onto the field. The iconic – was it Reggie Jackson from the it Yankees? Who couldn't get to home plate. He had to touch it later on after the game ended. An umpire <laughs> had to go out with him and see him touch home plate to officially timekeep the game over. Really? I never knew that. Yeah, because you couldn't get to it. Fans were blocking it. Yeah, I hate that. I think that. it was I, him. I'd be furious. I mean, no, I mean, granted, no, I, I would love to. I wish they did that today. Oh, it would be cool. Be like, it's like a college atmosphere. It's awesome. Yeah, because like, college, college gets to do it. But why did the pros stop it? They should. I think one day they should. What? Because of that. That was the reason why. Oh, really? Are you serious? Yeah. Man, some that's, fans that's ruined the re- That's the reason why. They, that moment ruined it for everybody else? Security reasons and whatnot. Yep. Security in that part. Right. Because then I guess they could, you know, they mean, they're going to wander around the stadium and, you know. Yeah, it's just too difficult. It's I too get much. it. You know, I get, yeah, it. I get it. Makes sense. So. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue. But uh any takeaways you want to say from uh, the Astro series? Um uh, anything you you know added to take away from this heading into the uh ALCS? Jordan from- Alvarez is Big Poppy 2.0. He's the Terminator 2 version of David Ortiz. I saw okay. some graphic, I've been saying this forever, but I've, I saw some graphic up that kind of proved my point. Uh I'll see if I send it to myself. Saw it on Instagram. But uh to be honest with you, I might have lost it. Uh, their stats are like almost identical in the postseason. If you look at like their peaks. So I thought it was kind of cool. Tell me I have it. 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 He doesn't have it. Um, I thought it was really cool. Really cool. It might have been. Did somebody send it to me? Oh, boy. This is going to be a long, long, long part. Okay. Going through. I definitely saw it somewhere. Blah, 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 blah. No. Okay, whatever. So, um, yeah, Charlie Brown mode. Uh, there you go. So, uh, I just don't care what the stats are. I mean, what the, um, like, what the situation is. Like, Jordan Alvarez is just a beast. 438 yeah. batting average across three games, four homers, six RBIs, 21 total bases. I, I honestly think he's the most underappreciated position player in the league. I get that the the defense isn't great, anything to write home, but I get it. But offensively, the guy's just a freaking super weapon. Yeah. Like uh, it's it's unbelievable how gifted this guy is at hitting. He's one of the best players ever, lefty on lefty. And I mean, just this season alone, he played in 114 games. That's not that much. Batted 293 with 31 homers, 97 RBIs, 92 strikeouts, 69 walks, an OPS plus 170. League average is 100. 120 hits, 77 runs, 24 doubles, a triple, and was named an all-star despite at that point being gone for like almost a month. So like unbelievable. He's one of those guys, if he can stay healthy for a complete – 150 games, easy MVP. Easy. He's just as uh, honestly, he's just as good as Judge, just as good as Trout, just as good as Otani. Okay. Just as good as all the American League hitters. It's a matter of him staying healthy. When that guy's in, unbelievable. He is him. It's like he puts the fear of God in you. And another (laughs) guy, 
on the Astros who's kind of like that? Michael Brantley, who's just Dusty just calls him a professional hitter, and that's the best way to describe him. He's played in 57 postseason games now and just consistent. Amazing. It, it, the guy, like, he struck out earlier tonight, but it feels like that's such an anomaly with him. Every single at-bat. It's like I've never seen the guy not get on base and have less than a five-pitch at-bat. It's like a full count every time the guy gets up there. It's unbelievable yeah. how gifted that guy is. And I think people kind of take it for granted. Because I remember when he was young with the then Indians, now Guardians, and when he first came to the league, I guess 2009-2010, and he was like an athletic outfielder. And as he's gotten older, it's just he can't run like he used to. He can't throw like he used to. But the dude could hit that ball. Just the IQ, the baseball IQ on that guy is mm. unbelievable. Okay. Unbelievable. Okay. So the Astros, man, yet again. And Altuve didn't have a very, you know, he didn't have a series to write home about. He did reach base every single at-bat last game, if I'm not mistaken, or the three straight at-bats. Really, sure. you know, solid players, one through nine, yeah. solid players. Even their bench, Mauricio Dubon, he's pretty good. They're starting um, – oh, my God, I'm forgetting this kid's name again. I told myself I wasn't going to do it. I wrote it down. <laughs> So I wouldn't do it, and I did it any anyway. Yenier Diaz, like he's coming off the bench for them. He had a terrific season. Like they just got so many players. Maldonado isn't a, a great offensive player, but he puts the ball in play. Mm-hmm. So when he's up, they do hit and runs and, and whatnot. Like it's just man. Whew. Yeah. Hey, good for them, and uh, I know. This ALS, no, ALCS should be interesting. Um, you know, correct me. I got to correct myself again. Yeah. ALCS, not, I will make, you know, I'll make that correction. That's on me. Uh, the ALCS should be pretty interesting because the Texas Rangers, they are the ones going to the ALCS instead of the Baltimore Orioles, who we, we here at Bad and Chad were very heavy on. We were very high on them. We were very high on them. And they, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it wasn't, now it's not looking good. Yeah, well, on our part, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. Uh, they're heading now to the first American League Championship Series since 2011. They were faced the Astros for the first time in postseason history, creating the inaugural Lone Star Series. Yeah, because you know, obviously, you know, Texas, it's like the battle. You know, um, in a way, Dennis, am I, am, am I wrong? It's like a civil war inside a state. You know, yeah, Houston it's like a it's like a subway state. series, or if you want right. to go. 80s baseball, the Battle of the Bay, Giants, uh, A's. I was yeah. calling the Padres. It's cool. What was Battle it? Battle of the was Bay, the yeah. Ninety-five series, Phillies, uh, Orioles in the 80s as That's well. That's pretty funny, yeah. But like, you know, there's been a bunch, but Astros coming into the American League in 2013, right. and now they're finally facing off in the postseason, man. Yeah, the inaugural Division series. As uh, there are no probables just yet, uh, pro- uh, but the first game is slated for Sunday, October fifteenth at eight p- eight p.m. on Fox. The Rangers have outscored the O's twenty-one to eleven across the three-game series as they made it like it was no issue. And I have to say, no. you know, no, they they literally there was no issues. Texas went in there, 
did their job, and that was it. You know, they went on the business trip, and that was it. The uh, the Rangers, I remember watching game one and seeing, you know, Rangers up, and it was ninth inning. I know they had a base runner, but Jonah Heim, you know, the catcher on Texas, uh, who was the base runner, Dennis? Uh, Gunnar Henderson, who's likely yeah, going to be the American League Rookie of the Year. Right. Everyone's been saying he's likely going to be Rookie of the Year. He wasn't even debatable. He was out by a mile, maybe like even – Hundred, like without a second, and just seeing the excitement from him and just from the Rangers dugout, and honestly, I think you, you can make the argument that that play right there, that kind of showed the momentum that Texas had, and they carried that right throughout the next couple of games. Yeah. So what happened was Aaron Hicks, former Yankee, um, was that bad? Was that bad? And he missed a hit and run side. So Gunnar Henderson went. And he took a pitch, and Gunnar Henderson was gunned down. Oh, that sucks. A- and. So people were kind of piling on uh, Aaron Hicks for that, and it was a great throw by Jonah Heim. That being said, if it's a hit and run, like you're still stealing the base, right? Yeah, hundred. You're just supposed to hit it. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's kind of like, oh, Aaron Hicks with another dumb decision. I was getting how can, ready. How can they yeah. put the blame on Gunnar Henderson? It's like not for nothing, but like, all right. So he missed the sign, but that doesn't mean it's an excuse to get caught, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, no matter what, you still, I, I yeah, just kind of thought like it is what it is. Yeah, no, at the end of the day, it's just miscommunication, and that happened. Yeah. You know, it, it happens. Oh. It's the game of baseball. No one's perfect. Um, I, I was kind of exciting. I was, I was getting excited because I was ready for Aaron Hicks to to do something. The former Yankee, yeah. now Baltimore Oriole. I was ready for the script. I thought that was what was going on in the script. You know. Yeah, and, <laughs> and by the way, that before, just know that didn't happen. So everybody dumps on Aaron Hicks, and then he just goes on to have easily. The best series of any player on the on the team. He had that three run homer in game two, which made it a game. So uh, I I don't understand. I understand. Like I get that people don't like Aaron Hicks, but at the same time too, it's also like you know what? He's also the only player on your team that actually knew the playoffs started. They got smoked. <laughs> they got smoked, dude. They had eleven walks in game two. Ooh, eleven walks. The pitching staff let up 11 walks. That'll do it. What are we doing? Right? Like, I mean, it's easy for me to say because I've never played in the big league. Shocking, I know. But <laughs> 11 to 8, you lose. And when they when the Orioles put up that kind of, like, 8, I was kind of like, you know what? They might have something here. And this is the same game that Aaron Hicks, he had five RBIs. But let's talk about a missed hit and run. Okay. Yeah. On two hits. Okay. Um, the team had 11 walks. 11. 11. I, I just, I can't, I can't stop saying that. That's they, they, ast- had, they had 11 that walks. Astound- that is astounding to me. They had 11 walks, that Dennis. Is- you can argue that out of the five games the Rangers played, they only needed to win three of them in the postseason. The race threw away game one, literally. They made how many hours? They had four hours on the game. They probably could have gotten like six or seven charged. Not to mention, you want to talk about walks, Tyler Glass now was spiking it. I, I, I mean, like, unreal. <laughs> this Rangers team, man, unreal. I mean, hey, kudos to them. I mean, they're doing this without DeGrom and Scherzer and hey. – yeah, 
You know, and I know Valdi is kind of leading John that is that rotation, right? Or is it is it oh, here? Is it? Oh, we definitely have Valdi. My God, yeah, oh, yeah. talking about a stat line. I got it up from here, uh, from the clinching game yesterday night. I mean, a postseason. This is supposed to be one of their guys who's been in postseasons before. Obviously, that epic 2018 performance against the Dodgers, a losing effort, but he saved the bullpen. Seven innings pitched, five hits, one earned run, seven strikeouts. Thanks for playing. Clinched the series at home in uh, Globe Life Park. So. Unreal. Unreal. Very unreal. This Rangers team and the knock on them has been the bullpen. The bullpen's been fine. Chapman, I get it. It's a very bend, don't break bullpen. Leclerc and Chapman, but when you got guys that can hit like that, like the Orioles had a big rally. They scored eight runs, and it's like, oh, yeah, but we scored 11. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's un- it's unbelievable. Ooh. Three outs, series over? Not yet. Oh, that's the middle of the eighth. Okay. But, you know, it's uh, crazy. I mean, especially good for Texas because, like I said, I mean, this is they were riding high on the season. It would have been a disappointment if they didn't make it this far, honestly. Now it's just them in Houston. It's yeah. going to be a very interesting Lone Star Series. And two totally different teams. Yeah. The Astros, Altuve, Jordan, who they acquired from the Dodgers years ago, Kyle Tucker, Alex Bregman, uh, Pena. Mauricio Dubon was a guy who was kind of left for scraps by the Giants. Um, Framber Valdez, you know, a lot of guys that are either reclamation projects or came up through their team versus a team that's, you know, tried and, and some parts succeeded and some parts failed to buy a championship. Max Scherzer, free agent. Well, excuse me, uh, DeGrom, free agent. Seager and Semyon is almost a half a billion dollars between the two of them. Yeah. It's it's very different ideologies, Some could, someone would argue. But also, they have their fair share of trades and reclamation projects. Chapman, obviously. Uh, Mitch Garver kind of had a rough last season with the Twins. He had a very good, what was it, 2020? or uh, Yeah, 2020. Or 19, one of those years he went off and then just was just kind of average or to below average, quite frankly. Afterwards, with Minnesota, they get him in that Isaiah Kiner Falefa deal, and he's been great for them. And now you have Jonah Heim, you have Josh Jung, you have Evan Carter. Really good team. The pitching, once again, is a little sketchy, and there's no word on if Max Scherzer is going to be pitching in the ALCS yet. But right. you win in three games. Maybe. 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 Um, I just saw TBS. This really freaked me out for a second. That TBS was showing a commercial for Modern Family reruns. I looked up. I was like, that show's coming back? What? Can't wait. Imagine. Yeah. But um, now um, let's move on to the next team. The Phillies and the Braves. Now that series hasn't ended yet. Watch but man has 
at the Phillies, they uh, keep leave their. It looks like they have their, you know, leaving off from where they were last uh, last postseason. When you know, even as a wild card team, they're they're uh, dominating, especially against the Braves, which I, I mean, I like to see. But hey, they're still a good team. The Mets are out, you know, so I can't say anything. So now the Phillies, the Phillies and the Braves sort of have the division on lock, you know. But um, you know, kudos to them. Uh, just great series. They now, as of now, before we could say anything, the Phillies have a two to one lead over the Braves. You know, they just won today, ten to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos of the Phillies are the fourth pair of teammates in postseason history to each hit multiple home runs in the same game, joining Hall of Famers Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth. Wow, that's a that's a cool combination. Will Myers and Fernando Tatis, AJ and AJ Pollock and Chris Taylor of the Dodgers. Uh, from 2021, Tatis and Myers were in 2011, and Noah were in 2020, not 2011. Yeah, it is unbelievable when this, as somebody who's covered them all uh, season long, uh, and uh, Gehrig and Ruth did it in 1932, but uh, it is unreal. I've covered the Phillies all season long when their lineup clicks. It's the best lineup in baseball. I don't want to hear about your stats. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the Braves stats. I don't want to hear about the Rangers stats. It is insane how they can just brutalize any team in the league. I mean, just brutalize them. I, I mean, already they've been outscoring the the um, the Braves pretty handily this series. It feels like at least they kind of let Game Two slip away from them. All right, so it's a little less than I thought. I maybe I was thinking of Miami, but seven, 17 runs in three games with six allowed. That's just insane. Yeah. And I guess a lot of people kind of say, you know, things like insane or phenomenal or outstanding, whatever, those kinds of words to describe stuff, adjectives, right? Um, <laughs> but it, it really is. The highest run scoring uh, team in the league was the Braves, who averaged 5.85. So they've held them. They're pitching. So it's not just their hitting that gets you. Their pitching has held them to a, a little above that average by point fifteen in two games. Just in two games, they shut them out. They shut them out for the first time at home this season. The Braves were shut out in game one. And now they got Spencer Strider. And what were the what were the fans chanting to who could win the National League Cy Young Award? What were the Phillies fans chanting? We want Strider. They're not they're not afraid of him. They're not afraid of him. The lineup's not afraid of him either. Because they got to him in game one. Yeah. They got to, uh, last year he was injured, so they didn't play. He didn't play against them in the playoffs, but they still got him. They still won the series, yeah. And last year, game well, yeah, it was game four at Citizens Bank Park, Bedlam at the bank, right? Uh, they won, they clinch an NLCS spot. They can do the same exact thing this year, the exact same thing. Mm. It's it's just, like, ridiculous. And earlier this season, I was per, uh, criticizing the Phillies' bullpen. 
they've been outstanding. They've been outstanding in the playoffs. Really, really good. Matt Strom has been a little shaky. He was much better to start the season off. But Sir Anthony Dominguez, <laughs> I mean, yeah. a 98-mile-an-hour fastball to Austin Riley. Blew it right by him. Austin Riley, one of the best hitters in the league. Yeah, best third baseman, too. And one of the best. Bryce Harper obviously had that base-running blunder to end game two in Atlanta after the Phillies lost. They blew the game after Wheeler had a terrific start. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was watching uh, that. And then Orlando Arcia, shortstop of the Braves, kind of laughs at Harper. Kind of says something like, thank you, Harper, or whatever it was. Yeah. Of course, I heard about that. Everybody's, seen, everybody's seen it at this point. Right about that, yeah. yeah. That's the wrong guy to piss off. That is the wrong dude to piss off. As he goes on to have two homers in the same game today. Unreal. Unreal. Trey Turner hit a bomb. Brandon Marsh hit a bomb. <laughs> Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh. He had a very good start to the season, but he's he's okay. He's like a glove-first guy for them. He's a glove-first mm. guy for the Phillies. Uh, one of the only glove-first guys they have. But, like, you know, like he's not a guy that you expect to hit a homer and just mm -hmm. like the freaking Mortal Kombat rips the heart out of the Braves and eats it. And just like, what are you going to do? And the – oh, I'm sorry. I was about to say the Dodgers are down to their last out. They're in the field. That's embarrassing. Chris Taylor shags that one. Who's that? Gabriel Moreno still at first base. Evan Phillips trying to keep the Dodgers in it. But these Phillies, man, I'm like – I'm kind of looking around. I don't think there's another team that's as good as the Phillies right now. Yeah, the Phillies. No, the Phillies are hot. I mean, how can you deny them? They're the you know Citizens Bank. They're the, the crowd's going nuts. Uh, they got yeah, like you said. If everybody's hitting Brandon Marsh, is it, you know nobody would ever thought he would contribute the way he's doing. You know everybody's contributing behind the plate, and you know good for Bryce Harper too. Because I mean, when you left and he went to the Nationals, no one no one was thinking that the, you know the Phillies were going to do anything. But looking back four years later, last year they went to the World Series. This year they look just as good as they did last year around this time. You know, yeah, they're just all around. They're just a team that's coming together. I know Zach Wheeler, he pitched good the other night. Yeah, he had a really good game. I got to get yeah. stats off of that. Because so uh, just, you know, respect. the Phillies are a team right now that, you know, should not be reckoned with. And, uh, you know, Phillies, Diamondbacks, it's looking like that's what's going to be the potential uh, CS. Yeah, Diamondbacks are going to win tonight. And, um, yeah, you're right. It's going to be Diamondbacks. We'll see what happens tomorrow. But, um, yeah, it could be Phillies, Diamondbacks. Who would have thought at the start of the season, Phillies, Diamondbacks as an NLCS. Or Braves, Diamondbacks, either which one. Diamondbacks being in there is crazy. Jeff Hoffman blew the game, game two. He had point one inning pitch, one hit, two earned runs. Braves win 5-4, but uh, show a little respect to Zach Wheeler, 6.1 innings pitched, three hits, three runs, two earned, one walk, 10 strikeouts, one homer. So just a really good game for him. He kept the minute. He kept the minute, and he scored four runs. That's usually enough. Jeff Hoffman, who's had a very good season for the Phillies, just can hold on to it. 
That happens. That yep. happens. It's why it's not a one-game playoff anymore. It's you know a series. This is what it is now. Um, yeah. But it should be very interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and Strider versus Ranger Suarez, who are the um, the projected starters for Game Three, they faced off in Game One. <laughs> I said, "I'm like, I have something stuck in my throat." Um, box score. Just give me one sec. <laughs> yes, I'm trying, trying to pitch through it. Yeah, go ahead. So Jeff Hoffman, our boy. Uh, got the yep. win in game one. He went point one inning pitch. Thanks. Uh, zero hits, zero earned runs, one strikeout, one walk. What a gig. Um, Ranger Suarez went 3.2 innings pitch, one hit, four strikeouts, only 53 pitches. So they really relied on that bullpen. Sir Anthony Dominguez in particular, 22 pitches, uh, one inning pitched, two hits, three strikeouts, and they, they shut out the Braves. Spencer Strider, seven innings pitched, eight strikeouts, one earned run, five hits. And, uh, yeah, they had two unearned runs, the Braves did. It happens. It happens. So, this really is anybody's ball game. Yes, Strider lost game one for the Braves, but at the same time, too, it's not like he had a bad game. It's not like he had a bad game. He did have a pickoff error which got Harper in scoring position. Bryson Stott hit an RBI single. Um, listen, it's going to be a good game. Mm. It's going to be a good yeah. game. And because we're recording tonight, I'm going out with the boys to watch it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Going to get some uh, buddy. I don't know if you're working tomorrow night, but you're welcome to join us. Um, how long? Well, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll get back to you on that. Um, I likely will be working, but I, I appreciate the invite. Um, of course. Let me know. Um, and I'll see, I mean, maybe I'll see if I can come out after. We'll see. Yeah, it's a co-host too. Yeah, mm. a couple of brews, watch a game. I'm mm. excited. Who do you got for a Phil, uh, Phillies Braves? Yeah, let's see if I fix my hair again. Um, depends who's pitching. Strider uh, Suarez. Strider Suarez. I'd say Phillies. Maybe, but I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't go against the Braves because maybe Strider has maybe adjusted and hopefully. You know, he found a way to get in a groove against the Phillies. You know, so I don't want to count. The, I don't want to count the Braves out yet. We shouldn't count them out. You know, they're the reason why they were so dominant this year for a reason. You know, I mean, like I said, I'm a Mets fan. I don't, you know, but sometimes I got to be realistic. The Braves were, you know, a very dominant team, and so I mean, if they were to fall like this again compared to last year, then you know, shoot, then why are they why are they in the playoffs? Yeah, uh, it is one thing to point out: no Charlie Morton yet for the Braves. Uh, Max Freed coming off an injury into this series. So the Braves have been a little more banged up than the Phillies. One thing I have to credit to the Phillies, the second half of the season, they're very healthy. They're not really missing any big pieces to their team at all. I don't think Reese Hoskins is the only guy they're without, the first baseman. But Bryce Harper now plays first base, plays a pretty dang good, which opens up that DH spot for Kyle Schwarber. He can have Brandon Marsh or um, Johan Rojas in the outfield, or Christian Pache, whichever one they want to go with. So, uh, dude, it's a it's a really good balanced roster. Yeah, it's like a really 
now that everybody's in form, their lineup we all we obviously knew was good. The pitching rotation has really turned out well. Even if they don't want to go Ranger Suarez, all right, give us a couple innings. I could throw out Christopher Sanchez. I could throw out Taiwan Walker. Oh, and by the way, Michael Lorenzo threw a no hitter earlier this season. How you doing? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Like it's who knows? Who knows? It's really it's anybody's game. It's going to be exciting, and uh, it is down to the final three outs for the Dodgers of Los Angeles. Paul Paul Seawald, the closer, got at the deadline from Seattle. He was a former Met, too. 312 ERA on the season. Yeah. You know that, Dennis? I got to say, there's a lot of that going around this uh, postseason. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, I agree. Verlander just shoved for the Astros. Tom, Tommy Pham, too, on the Diamondbacks, too. So yeah, Tommy Pham. Mark Hanna on the Brewers dragged their offense into the postseason. Here's the funky Muncie. 1-1. One, one. Um, I guess this leads into the question you had for us. Um, do you think the current playoff format is a disadvantage to the higher seeds? You want to read off the stats before we get into it? I would love to, especially because I got them. Via Wikipedia, by just going back and looking at last year's postseason. Uh, I know. I know. Thankless job. No. Um, so the 2022 National League record teams with a bye for the uh, wild card round. So this was the Los Angeles Dodgers who won the National League West and the Atlanta Braves who won the National League East. Hmm, what year is it? And they ended 2-6 and six combined. The 2022 AL teams with a bye, Yankees and Astros, were 6-2 and two in the DS round with the Astros sweeping Seattle 3-0. 2023, 1-4 for the National League currently. We'll see how this Dodger game ends up as Max Muncy strikes out, one out in the top of the ninth inning. And then for the American League, 3-3. Three and three. So total across two seasons, the National League, have gone three and ten, obviously excluding tonight. As there's some life mystery guy who I didn't see earlier. Oh, is it Will Smith? Will Smith hits a single. Um, nationally, currently, once again, not including Diamondbacks, Dodgers, three and ten between the two seasons, and the American League nine and five. So a lot of fans were talking about this, and Brian Snicker of the Braves was talking about this last season after the Braves were unceremoniously eliminated by the Philadelphia Phillies, Citizens Bank Park. You know, the extra rest, the week, the bye week, is it really necessary? How can we overcome this? And I'm just curious what your thoughts are. I'll share mine after yours. What's that? On the um, playoff format. If you think it's disadvantageous, to the top two seeds in the league. Because it's interesting. The American League seems to be doing very favorably with it. The Orioles got swept. and the, But last year, mm-hmm. the Astros did sweep. The Yankees won in five against the pesky Guardians team. This year, the Astros won in f- three, four, four. Um, so kind of a tale of two leagues. I'm curious yeah. what your thoughts are. Um, well, I mean, if you want, if they wanted to change it, I, I don't feel like you would have to change it for both the National League and the AL. You know, what I mean, so if if the, if the National League is having a problem with it, then I mean, it's nothing they could really. I mean, we'd have to change it for the both sides, you know, because it has to be fair and equal. But I don't think they're going to do that, obviously. 
Oh, shoot. How many ballparks has that gone in? He's on the warning track. Over the shoulder. What a play by Corbin Carroll. Now the Dodgers are down to the last out. And who's stepping up? Was that J.D. Martinez? Uh, he knew it too, Chris Taylor. Oh, it was Chris Taylor. I get them confused. It's still that 5 o'clock shadow that they got going on. Who is it? Who that? Who that? Um, come on. Show me who it is. Is that Kigay? Just looking at the, the stance. Show me the money. Oh, my God. Do I have to turn the game volume on? Oh, it is. It's my boy Kike. Enrique Hernandez. He's having a good game. Oh, wow. Great postseason, too. Great postseason, too. Good eye for Kike. Yeah, once again, I just remember when he was with the Red Sox in 21 and just like set the world on fire for three weeks. Paul Seawall. Chewing on some bubble gum. 2-1. Oh, the Arizona crowd on the edge of their seats, buddy. This is cool. This is cool watching us as we were doing this, you know? Yeah, I know, right? Paul Seawald having trouble with the pitch comp. Shakes off Gabriel Moreno. Did he hold up? He didn't. 2-2. Oh, my gosh. Turn the volume up just for that. I hate when remotes don't work, man. Dude, my my remote in my bedroom doesn't work. I'm really mad. I have to get up every time I want to change the volume. There it's you really go. Like very frustrating. Sometimes, sometimes I got to bang on it, and it'll, it'll literally work. Like it's perfect. I have one of those universal remotes. <laughs> Wait, this is it. Do you think this is it right here, Dennis? I do. Oh wow! And they've gone to the NLCS for the first time since '01. Congratulations to the Diamondbacks. Wow, that's amazing. I got, you know, I got, I got to clap up. Good for them. Good for the boys. Good for the boys. Uh, when was the last time? Diamondbacks? It has to be 01. So we're in the NLCS. Wow, look how excited uh, they are. That, that's a team that's full of energy and, deserve, and deserving to be there. 2023. What is this? Postseason results. They got to the NLCS against the Rockies in 07? Huh. They Man, got look swept at the Dodgers. October. Man, I feel bad for the Dodgers. Just look at their faces. They got swept. The Dodgers got swept, bro. Yeah. They are shell shocked. I feel like that's their their face every year, though. Oh, well, this year it came down to the pitching. Kershaw, we got to say it. He had historically the worst start ever. Six hits, six earned runs, .1 inning pitch. Just the worst ever in the postseason. So, like, as much as I like my guy and I have his jersey and whatnot – Really sit them back. And then game two wasn't much better. Yeah. And then game today, Lance Lynn couldn't get it out of the third inning. 
at some point, like, okay, yes, we you should expect more out of Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. The lineup kind of went cold. They didn't score a lot, but they never had a chance. It was it was never a series. Never a series. So our stats have to be updated now. In this new era, it is three and eleven. Pretty good band. Pretty good band. Indifferent on them, but they're pretty decent. What, what do you think, Dennis? Do, do you think it's a disadvantage? I don't know. Because if the American League didn't seem to flourish with it, I just I don't know. As a Yankee fan who watched my team play with the new rules in the DS last year and have the bye, the Yankees did seem a little slow out of the gate, but the Guardians had played them well all year. They had played them in two series, and the Guardians had played them well both times. So it, it, it I kind of just threw it away. But the National League fans online, what Brian Snitker said last year, the manager of the Braves. Yeah. It seems that a lot of National League fans are kind of pissy about it. I don't know. Like, listen, could you imagine if the Rangers had the bye this year and not the Astros? Let's say the Rangers had the bye. And let's say with that extra day, there's that extra week off, Max Scherzer could come back. It doesn't matter what the other team's lineup looks like at that point. You'll take it a hundred times. Yeah. So it just, I guess it just matters what it is. I don't think the buy is why the Dodgers lost this year. I don't. And I don't think if the Braves lose, it's why they lost either. I think pound for pound, roster for roster, I think the Phillies are better. And I have, I've been saying it for the past month on here. Yeah, I don't care that the Phillies are going to win the National League. You cover them. Literally, so literally you know, you the know. only team I have left. I've gotten every other playoff team wrong. You cover them, so you, you know. Yeah. So I've whatever happens, happens is how I felt. Yeah. Okay. But for the American League, like the Orioles lost and the Rangers were red hot. Okay, fine. That maybe there is something to it. But we can flip it. Bruce Bochy is one of the winningest managers ever. Has three rings and four pe- and four pennants, winning with the nineteen ninety eight Padres as we talked about last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, their pitching coach, Greg Maddox's brother, whose first name I always forget. He's one of the best pitching coaches in the league. Rangers pitching coach. I got to do it now because <laughs> yeah. I always always forget this guy's name. But if you have guys. You have a 2020, I, I get it. Some people would say, and actually, this is Mike Maddox. Mike Maddox is their pitching coach. How many deep playoff runs did the Cardinals get through? He's got two rings with them. Yeah. So you, you have a very experienced coaching staff. Max Scherzer's on that team, even though he hasn't been playing. He's a veteran. He's won a ring. He's played in two, three World Series. So, like, you have a veteran team, man, and the Orioles are a young team. 
Brendan Hyde, I give him all the credit in the world. He had, aside from Casey Stangle, the only manager in history to manage both a 100 loss team and a 100 win team in the same tenure. I re- I respect him. I respect what he's done. They have a lot of talent on that roster. This was the first time they were swept in the Adley Rutschman era. They've never been swept since calling up Adley um, until now. It's tough. It's definitely something I want to see more of a sample size from. And I think it's one of those, if you lose, you blame it. And if you win, you don't. Yeah. I think regardless, the Diamond, the uh, Astros were going to beat Seattle last year, regardless. The Yankees were going to beat Cleveland regardless last year. I think the Rangers, especially after how game one ended, they snatched the soul out of the Orioles. And maybe you can say one team has more veteran a more veteran presence in other facets. The other team doesn't. The other team has a better manager. The other team has a better pitching coach. That's the thing with the Orioles. The pitching all year was a little suspect, and they heated up towards the end. And John Means, people kind of forget, was supposed to be their franchise guy, but missed all of just about all of last season and this season. He came back with a few weeks to go and was dynamite. He gets hurt. He doesn't pitch in this round. So who knows? Who knows what can happen? Who knows? Now, I will also say once again, does any kind of bye week rust have to do with 11 walks? That's, that is – I'm going to keep going back to it because that's yeah, you, you can't get over this, man. 11 walks. It, I mean – As know. a team, that's insane. I mean, I would be the same. That I'm not going to – insane. I, I would, you know, me personally, I would be the same You know, because, I mean, come on. But – Gonna have some non-postseason talk. Uh, I know you wanted to bring up something that happened a couple weeks ago by the Mariners oh, yeah. GM Jerry Deporto. De, De Can you explain? Can you elaborate on that, Dennis? All right. So we'll do, we'll do, I'm gonna ask you another question. I was I was thinking about. All right. So um, nobody wants to hear the goal this year is we're going to win 54 percent of the time. Because sometimes uh, I I don't know if this is from a column or whatnot, but uh, because sometimes fifty four percent is one year you're going to win sixty percent, another year you're going to win fifty percent. This is what it is. But over time, that type of mindset gets you there. He's talking about how to build a sustainable winning culture. Yep. So some of the data on this support the claim that if you look at all the winningest teams in the sports history, they averaged fifty four percent. Every single World Series team, just about. Average fifty four percent wins in a ten year frame. Okay, I I'm not gonna argue with it, the math behind it, but I will say, saying and that was just an excerpt; it wasn't the full statement. Telling a team that hadn't been to the postseason in twenty one years to be patient is mind boggling to me. When you think of yeah. all the talent they wasted over the years, <laughs> Felix Hernandez, Ichiro, Robinson Cano had a really good year for them. Nelson Cruz had some good years for them. Edwin Diaz yeah. had some good years. Kyle Seeger, Sean Figgins. I feel like there's another guy who they had. <laughs> like they had a lot of guys that were good, the good players, and, and they could never get to the postseason. And a lot of that time, 12 of those years, it was a four-team division, which is a huge advantage to have. 
And then obviously, like we discussed earlier, the Astros moved from the NL Central to the AL West in 2013. So I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I understand the new year, the new baseball. Talk about the numbers. <laughs> that's something, man. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Keep I it agree. to yourself. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts about that. Well, I mean, all I gotta say, if you said that in the New York market, oh. forget about it. You'd be you'd be on the columns, every column for like the next six months, probably for the whole season. Yeah, like you know, because because but imagine you say that to a bleacher creature at Yankee Stadium, you know, imagine telling that to a Met fan who's you know. It has been 14 years, not since the Yankees made the playoffs, but since they got to a World Series, and Yankee and the fans Met, the got close want to, to tar. And feather the owner of the team. Yeah, they're, they're that want to go nuts. It is like, insane. Jesus. Yeah, Yankees fans don't got any patience. No, no. And you know me, I'm like a more reasonable Yankee fan. You are because I'm a baseball yeah. fan. I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm a baseball fan. I'm a Yankee fan second. But Yankees fans are your team. The Yankees, Yankees are your... definitely my favorite team in the offense. One hundred percent. But I'm a baseball fan first. So right. I, I know that. Listen, seventy years since the. Guardians won a World Series. What have the Rockies done? They've been to one World Series ever. Diamondbacks have been to one ever. Mariners have never even been there. <laughs> Angels haven't been there since 02. Like we could just go to Pirates since the 70s. Yeah. Padres. The A's. Ever. Uh, well, 98 was the last time the Padres were there. The no, A's, I, the last time they were there was 1989. Or no, the Padres. 1990. Yeah. When the A's got swept by uh, Cincinnati. Listen, I get it. I get the Yankee fan frustrations. I get Met fan frustration. I get all that. But listen, the turmoil that the freaking Mariners fans have been through. They had A Rod, Randy Johnson, and Alex and uh, Ken Griffey Jr. All before they got Ichiro in yeah. free agency. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if they held on to Randy Johnson, never traded him away, held on to Ken Griffey Jr., held on to A Rod, and then got Ichiro? Ooh, that's oh, scary. That's God. scary. That's scary to think of. You know what I mean? Like that that fan base has been through so much. And then you say our goal is to win fifty four percent of the game. Open the freaking checkbook and put together a better winning team. I'm sorry. Yeah. But not yet. Cal, I was it Cal Raleigh? Was it Cal Raleigh who had said something like that after they got eliminated? That you look at uh, the other teams in the league and what they did at the trade deadline, and you look at us. <laughs> we, no, we're, should, looking at, we're looking at right. We should do more and get guys in there that could do it. A player said that. Uh, surmised. I surmised it. But, or is it Ty France? I forget one of them. But. <sighs> Being a, I just saw Man, you know. That's... Seattle must be nice. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, like I said, you say that in the New York market, that's definitely not going to fly well. That's all I got to say. Same thing with Boston. Boston. Boston fans want to sell the Red Sox, not not get a new GM, not fire Hein Bloom, sell the Red Sox, get John Henry out of ownership because they haven't won a World Series since 2018. That's bad. 
Come on, Boston fans. Come on. They're spoiled well, with championships. To be, to, be, to, be fair, to be fair, the guy was, would rather buy a soccer team and run it into the ground than hold on to Mookie Betts. I get but, that. I get fair, that. But what I'm just saying is... To be fair, Boston is spoiled with championships. Oh, to say, if that's true, though, that they they want to sell their team after that, like, are you serious? Like, do me a favor. Oh, buddy, you Look need to start it. reading baseball comments more. You need to start getting plugged in with fan bases. I'm that's underselling true. their hatred for their front office. That's that's bad though. Like come like come on. It's the Mookie Betts like, trade is where it stems from, and I, I get think, it. It was unequivocally one of the worst trades I've ever seen in the history. Trust of me, we're, Mets are hungry. Like we're we're hungry for World Series. I mean, trust me, it's not getting easier. It's just I think we're kind of used to it. So, so now it's kind of like it. Let me ask you something. If you're you're a Mets fan, you just got this new president of baseball operations, David Stearns. He comes in, opening press conference. He says, our goal is to win 54% of games in the 10-year window. Your thoughts? Um, right away. It would have Met fans concerned right away. Not, not Met fans. Be... Brandon. Me? What would you think? I would be like, all right, maybe this is a red flag. Then maybe this is not who we thought we were getting. Like you know, what I mean, I just I wouldn't I, I would not be thrown with it. Like right away, I thought I liked the press conference because you know, obviously excited about being you know working for the Mets. Um, you know, Pete, you know, saying how Pete Alonso will be the first baseman for the team come opening day, uh, for a long time. I, you know, I just but if he came out and like I said, and like I told you, if he came out and said that, then you know, I mean, what people want to hear is that we're gonna win. That's what they want to hear, you know. Right. Um, it goes to win a ring. Sometimes you got to be. I mean, I get it. Trying to be realistic, but not from that aspect, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but that—that's just my thoughts on that. But um, yeah, it's crazy. You excited for the rest of the? Uh, excited for tomorrow. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I really am. But anything else before we wrap up? I I have a question for you. Sure. They Go just ahead. got eliminated tonight. We know. 10 division championships in 11 seasons for the Los Angeles Dodgers. They won in 2020, the bubble year. Is that a legitimate championship? Yeah, man. That's tough. You still there? Yeah, I was just repositioning my seating. (laughs) I got you. Um, mm, Uh. I mean, you know, it's still counted, season counted. You know, they agreed on it, 60 games. I mean, a lot of people have the debates on it. I like, to, I definitely, I like, can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. But, um, I mean, in a way, it counts. I mean, you know, still a season, technically. They were playing. It's really tough. I don't know. I don't know how to really make my assessment on that. Because there's a lot. You can, you can make the argument it's not because that wasn't a full season. But then you can because, like I said, they played. It's just, you know. But what do you think, Dennis? If you asked me before, if you asked me opening day of this season, I would have said absolutely, 100%. Now I'm kind of starting to second guess it. Really? And I was staunchly in the whole, like, it's a season happened, like it is what it is. The Lakers is a little different for me because of the reason that I felt that the Dodgers were really good before and after that season so kind of just the law of averages like sure yeah they would have lucked into one but now it, it, it kind of is 
And they went all in before that season. They they lost Corey Seager afterwards. I don't know anymore. I'm kind of conflicted on it, but I think, I think ultimately I side with yeah. It's a legitimate championship. Yeah, yeah. The first Mookie Bet season. You signed that big contract, Kershaw, yeah. Julio Arias without his wife around. You have Justin Turner. Max yeah, Muncy had a good season that year. Yeah, it's like you had young Will Smith. Like they had a good roster. Yeah, Julio, you know Julio Arias before he, you know, he uh, faced legal trouble. Unbelievable, unbelievable, and that's the other thing too. Like we could dump on like, oh, how like the fraudulent Dodgers, low Dodgers, ho ho ho. Those jokes are so stupid. <laughs> uh, like low bets, whatever. It's like that's that's as funny as like a kindergartner saying like poop. Um, but like you want to talk about a bad string of luck. Their pitching rotation could have been Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, Trevor Bauer, Julio Arias, and literally anybody. And we, I think everybody would have said that's the best rotation in baseball. Th- three of those guys didn't pitch the series. One of those guys had historically the worst start ever in the postseason. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. At some point, like as I feel like that that's that ring should count. Obviously, it does count in a literal sense. I feel like that ring should count just because I feel I kind of feel bad. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I feel bad for like Max Muncy and yeah. Will Smith and Clayton Kershaw. That's like the the string of luck that they've had. All things considered, it's pretty bad. Yeah, just you know, I mean, well, they've they've had made it to the World Series in seventeen and eighteen, so it's not like they haven't been there. But I mean, they didn't they didn't win it those years. Um, you know, the Astros with that scandal, and then Boston, right? You know, and then you know, I remember the next year they they um they, you know, Game Five against the Nationals, they lost that because Nationals were on that postseason run. You know, they so it just hasn't been easy for them. I'll never forget that game, that Game Five. I'll never it's one of like my core baseball like sports memories now is isn't just the meltdown of Kershaw against Anthony Rendon, but when Kershaw was warming up. And usually like you always hear like the guys warming up and it's mic'd up so you could hear like the popping of the glove. Yeah. He was throwing gas in the bullpen. That it sounded like freaking cannon shots in the bullpen. And I was like, oh, it's over. That kind of sense of dread. You get when like a team you're rooting for is about to lose. I was rooting for the Nationals at the time. Um, I got that, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be, this is going to be a rough." Oh, this that's kind of cool. So there's some kind of alternate cast of Pedro, Albert Pujols, Nestor Cortez, Yonder Alonso, and more on True TV. Oh, streaming, great. Oh, nice. Oh no, True TV is a regular network. That's the uh, the Practical Jokers, 24-7 yeah. network. Yeah. yeah. 24-7, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like how ridiculous it is with TV. No, but uh, it's just the run this this Dodgers team has had is unbelievable. I really hope Kershaw comes back for another year. I don't want the last game he had to be the worst start ever. Why does he I keep having like one-year deals? Dude, he's getting older. Right, they, yeah, he's but... technically the same age as Degrom, or maybe like a year older. For those of you who are a little more, more plugged in on that, 
but like I'll help you out and tell you why he's he could retire at any moment. He's been in the league since 2008, and he's pitched 2,717 innings. He's faced – there's usually a batter's faced stat. He really has definitely been one of the most dominant pitchers ever in our generation. He's faced 10,683 My lord. Wow, His career insane. ERA is 248. Career wins, 210, 92 losses. 92 losses. Do you see his ERA from like 2013 to 14? It's 1.83, 1.77. Jesus. Like, oh, you can argue postseason aside, and like I was telling you before this started, that it's a little overrated his um, or overstated his postseason failures. You could argue just in regular seasons, comparing regular seasons, you could argue he's the best pitcher ever. Easily, you can make that argument. It's unreal. Given the level of competition, obviously past integration, you know, the league is more global now. The talent is better on average. And just league average for ERA plus, it's always at 100. In his entire 16-year career, he had one season below average and he was below average by two points his rookie season unbelievable he's insane I think he won rookie of the year too didn't he no he didn't he had to have gotten votes though I'm curious he didn't get votes for rookie of the year that year okay yeah, unbelievable his league average his average for his career for era plus is 157 He's had multiple seasons of two, 200 ERA plus, two times better than average. Crazy. So I hope he doesn't call it a career, man. No, yeah, no, I agree. I I, I hope he doesn't either. I'm sure he's not. Because um, like I say, he just keeps, you know, locking him up the one-year deals. So it's definitely going to be really interesting. Um, we'll see where they go from the offseason. Do you think um, – I guess one more question before I wrap up. Do you think uh, – do you think this puts David Roberts on the hot seat at all, or like, what? Who do you, do you think there should be any blame point? Not that we're trying to, but do you feel like? I mean, well, I guess I'm mostly just curious with Dave Roberts. Do you feel like his seat is a little warm right now, or like, you know, or it's it's just fine? It might be. Should it be? I don't know. Uh, Gabe Kapler is one of the better managers in baseball. The Giants. We didn't talk about the managerial moves. Maybe we could do that after the World Series. Okay, as like a final episode, but um before the offseason. Yeah. But um Gabe Kapler is a free agent now and you know people are going to be looking at him as is uh Craig Counselor. Um, yes, Craig Council from the Brewers. So we'll see. Maybe they want to make a move there. I don't know. It's a good question. And I have an answer for it. I think we'll find out within a week. Hopefully the Mets find the manager soon. Well, we'll see. Craig Council, I know. He's oh the yeah, I forgot. You guys don't have like a manager yet. Nah, Buckshot. No, I mean they're saying Craig Council could be the guy because um, you know obviously Dave Stearns, yeah. maybe he might bring him over because he's a free agent. So there, he's up for grabs. You know, I would. I just want to see what Gabe Kapler can do with the real roster. The fact that the Giants were in it for as long as they were is astounding. They literally didn't have a pitching rotation. 
which we have chronicled on here. Okay. Congratulations, Astros. Congratulations, Diamondbacks. Congratulations, Rangers. Keep making the playoffs fun. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, be sure to check out our revamped website at www.easternobserver.com for the latest news in the world of baseball and so much more. We thank you for joining us on another edition of Bat and Chatting for my co-host, Dennis Tui, and the entire Blackjack Media Group team. I'm Brandon Natale saying so long, and we'll see you next time. Enjoy the Lone Star Series, and for now, we have the Phillies beating the Braves and advancing to face the Diamondbacks in the NLCS, so we'll find out soon. But everybody have a great week.